Good evening, good evening. It's so great to have you here at Undone this evening. Who's out of breath a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are awesome down the front. Woo! Give me all enough energy to last all week. <laughs> hey, um, if you don't know me, my name's Ben. I'm a privileged part of the, part of the team here at Door of Hope. Um, but I also have the privilege this afternoon, this evening, to actually wrap up a series that we've been journeying through the last several weeks called Supernatural. And uh, this Supernatural series, we've been uh, looking at things, uh, parts of Christianity, parts of the Bible, things that the Bible teaches us that um, perhaps from the outside can look pretty strange (laughs) from time to time. Um, And from the inside can at times be a little controversial Um, But you know what, I think our heart behind this series is that just because we don't understand something fully, just because it doesn't always make sense to us, not just because sometimes we have different perspectives on things and maybe we don't even all agree on certain things at the same time, doesn't mean we should avoid these things. Uh, Because these things are part of the Bible, they're part of God's Word, they're part of living a life that reflects Jesus. And uh, so they're incredibly important. And uh, so I'd encourage you, if you've missed any of this series, we've had different messages morning and evening, um, so we've had a uh, pack full of content, uh, and I encourage you, if you've missed any of those, to um, go back and catch up. But as we were planning this series, we thought, what better way to wrap up this series than with a discussion on the topic of spiritual gifts? Uh, because spiritual gifts is kind of where the supernatural meets the natural in our lives. Uh, it's kind of the moment where the rubber hits the road kind of thing. It's, it's the kind of practical um, application of this series really comes down to this. What do we do about it? Uh, and um, so that's, we're going to have a conversation with um, a few of our regular undone people um, just up here in just a moment. And we're going to learn from them, really. Um, I'm not going to do as much of the talking as you probably expect, um, but these guys are going to, I'm sure, share their own stories uh, when it comes to spiritual gifts, and we're going to learn a whole lot from them, which is really cool. Um, But before we go there, before we have um, these guys come up, I realize that there is a whole different range of people in the room and participating online with a whole kind of range of um, knowledge on this subject, uh, whole, um, all different levels of um, understanding, of experience. Maybe for some of you tonight, spiritual gifts, this is the first time you've ever heard such a term. Um, you don't even have a clue what that means. For some of you here tonight, you probably know more about it than I do, and that's cool as well. But I thought before we kind of launch into a discussion, I wanted to make sure that we're, everyone's on the same page. Um, so I'm going to give you like a three-minute summary surface level version to get our fundamental basics um, of spiritual gifts understood before we launch into our discussions. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. All right, so here we go. Um, So when we decide that we want to follow Jesus, when we decide that uh, we want to hand our lives over to Him, hand out the control of our lives over to Him and invite Him to come into our lives, He does that. He comes into our lives, but He does that through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit enters into our lives and kind of entwines Himself with our spirit and our lives. And, and this is incredible. 
um, that God would actually enter into our lives and be active and living and present in our lives. I don't, don't know if, you, if any of us really fully grasp the significance of that in and of itself. It's incredible. Uh, and, of course, through that, we are accepted by God, we are, we are forgiven by God, we are made pure um, by God, and we, we can kind of enter into His presence freely. And not only in the here and now, but we get to do that for all of eternity, which is amazing. Uh, but one of the functions, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does in us and through us is that He is our helper. And I don't know if you um, watched, but the very first service that we had in this series was the 10 a.m. service, and Pastor Steve spoke on the Holy Spirit as our helper. And again, I encourage you, if you missed that, to check it out. But the Holy Spirit is in us and through us and active in us as our helper. But what do we need help with? (laughs) What do we need help with? Well, you know, Jesus gave us things to do. Jesus actually wants us to participate in his mission and actually gave us and wants us to, to do certain things. One of the big ones, of course, is that many of us have heard is the Great Commission. And Jesus told every single one of his followers for all of eternity to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and teaching them all that he had commanded his followers. That's, that's a pretty big mission. And we need help with that, don't we? We need help with that. Another thing that Jesus said that is the two most important things to remember in life, to love God and to love our neighbor as ourself. We need help with that, don't we? Sometimes more than others, but, but we need help loving God and we need help loving each other. You know, another part, another thing that, that Jesus wanted us to do as followers of him was actually to be united with one another. In John chapter 17, just before Jesus goes to the cross, he he outpours his spirit to God in prayer. And it's so, such a passionate and desperate prayer. And the, the key thing that he wants in this prayer that he's praying for is that his believers, his followers, both in the moment and in the future, which includes us, would be one as he and the Father are one. That was his prayer. That was his biggest, deepest desire before he went to the cross is that his followers would be one. And we need help with that too, don't we? We really need help with that from time to time. So the Holy Spirit is our helper. Now, thankfully, God never gives us a task to do or a mission to do without also equipping us to do it. Did you get that? God will never ask us to do something that he hasn't or won't equip us to do. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of cricket, and cricket season's about to start. It actually kind of already has, and you would never expect a batter in cricket to score runs without their cricket bat, would you? <laughs> it just, just wouldn't. You just wouldn't expect that of them. Well, God never expects us to accomplish His mission, and doesn't equip us for that. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit is living and active inside of each of us and equips us to do what Jesus wants us to do. So, real quickly, four points on the Holy Spirit uh, and the spiritual gifts before we um, have this conversation with our, our friends here. 
First thing to understand, spiritual gifts. Every follower of Jesus has a spiritual gift. At least one and sometimes more. Okay? Because when a follower of Jesus invites Jesus into their lives, the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside them, as I've said, and, they bring, and he brings with him gifts that are needed for that person in that season. Second thing to understand, spiritual gifts are primarily for the purpose of unifying God's people. Primarily for the purpose of bringing together his church, his, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, however you want to call it. Every time spiritual gifts are kind of mentioned significantly in the New Testament, whether that's in Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, uh, 1 Peter, 2 Timothy, it is in the context of unifying God's people and making them stronger. Every time. Okay, so spiritual gifts are for that purpose primarily. Now, of course, other people benefit, we benefit, but primarily the purpose of spiritual gifts is to enhance the unification of God's people and draw us all together and closer so that we can achieve the mission ahead of us. Third thing to understand, spiritual gifts are not the same as natural talents or uh, as personality traits or fruit of the Spirit or other things that we might see in the New Testament but these things all can all work together, okay? So they, they don't contradict each other or one doesn't replace the other, but these things can all work together beautifully if you understand them well and, um, and I encourage you to dig more into all of those things. And fourthly, um, the fourth thing about spiritual gifts is that the Holy Spirit will gift us for a season. And that, that season might be an entire lifetime or that season might be very small for a very specific purpose, or somewhere in between, but the Holy Spirit will gift us sometimes for our whole lives and sometimes for a season. So we're now with that really basic, fundamental understanding of what we're talking about. We're all on the same page. We're going to invite our panel up now, so I invite you guys to come and join me. Would you welcome them as they come and join me? Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for joining us. I'm sorry about the um, uneven stool height here, but we should have given Winnie the taller one, maybe. But, um, Do you want a swap? <laughs> we'll be all right. Ignore that. Toby and I will kind of crouch down. <laughs> maybe um, as a way of introduction, maybe you could, um, we'll go from Toby right through, um, and maybe you could introduce... Um, what your spiritual gifts are, um, to the best of your understanding right now, right now, and, and maybe in 60 seconds, kind of explain what that actually means for, for people. For sure. Well, um, yeah, my spiritual gift or my main spiritual gift that I have is intercession, which is just another fancy word for praying. Um, but this prayer is a bit more spiritual in how it goes. It's, um, it's sometimes God will like prompt someone on my heart and I'll just like come to mind or just come in the heart that oh, I really need to pray for this person. Um, prayer's always been something that's come naturally to me. So for me, prayer has always been something that I've wanted to lean into, to talk to God about, to um, pray for other people and even when praying for myself. Um, so that's my main spiritual gift that I have is intercession and praying for other people and on behalf of other people. Yeah, cool. Anna? Um, yeah, so um, for me, I would say faith and um, 
<laughs> I've gone completely blank. <laughs> I can give you a hint if you like. Uh, fa- well, I've actually changed my mind. <laughs> no, <okay>. So, <laughs> pipe down. <laughs> faith, no, uh, faith, evangelism, and word of knowledge. Um, and so faith is really just, um, that's been, you know, we all have our... Um, our struggles with particular things, but for me, believing that God is real, that he's good, that he's out there, that he's consistent, that's never been a problem for me, and I really love reminding other people of the same and staying strong um, and and being supportive of somebody else and actually holding on to God when they find it difficult or encouraging them when they find that difficult. Mm. Um, that's how I see that, that gift sort of playing out. Mm. Um, and then there's evangelism, which I've been quite frightened of actually saying the word of, and I, I was going to go with something that felt a bit safer, but... Um, that is, I, I think it's really on my heart at the moment and I think it's not going away. So um, I'm taking ownership of that. Hopefully yes. that's all right. Um, but for me, that's encouraging the family of God um, to encourage people to love God more and to be more excited, more passionate and, um, and, and more the way, all, all the way sort of sold mm. out for him mm. and also that whenever I have somebody that comes into my life, um, I'm always thinking... I want to tell them about God. Hopefully mm. this will lead to a way to me to tell them about God. And mm. I think that's all it really is. It's just yeah. widening the family. Awesome. Winnie. Well, um, encouragement, teaching and evangelism. Yeah. I was also frightened to say evangelism. <laughs> um, so encouragement for me is um, Hebrews ten twenty four says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And that is my main um, thing that I'm doing right now, um, and yeah, it's 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 a season certainly. Um, teaching the ability to learn from scriptures and make it simple and understand understandable to others, and evangelism. Now, I used to find it scary to own this because I thought that people with the gift of spiritual uh, evangel- the spiritual gift of evangelism are people like my friend Rita who could talk to anyone and in 20 minutes they'll come to faith <laughs> and I've witnessed it and I was like, I'm not like that but God's really been challenging me that he has given me this mm. um, so for me the spiritual gift of e- evangelism is an unquenchable passion to see people come to know Jesus mm. and that leads to my action my efforts to help people come closer to knowing Jesus. It doesn't mean that they'll all, you know, come to faith, but it is a process and helping them along that process to come closer to Jesus. Mm. Yeah, awesome. And Lyndon? I didn't know we could do that. You don't get to pick. My main ones are wisdom and discernment. And the first thing is, you know, might think, oh, well, Lyndon's wise. What it means is you're relying on God's wisdom because we're very good at making decisions in our own strength, in our own, uh, with our own perceptions or, or vision. And so that's the first thing. And, uh, and, the, and the second one being discernment. Now, discernment for me, uh, I would say, has been operating for a, a long time. And it's been something that, like a lot of the gifts, they grow just as you grow in your faith. It's actually working out, what's God, what's me? Um, so discernment is so important because we need to know what we should be involved in, actually. And we're in this world, but we're not of this world, aren't we? Okay? But there's things that we shouldn't be doing. There's things that we need to not be partaking of. 
Uh, and I think that's why God has that as a gift, because it's important for yourself, for me. But it's also important for who you lead. Because we're all leaders, and you know, I'm a leader of my family. And we're, we're leading, in a sense, God wants, to lead, you know, lead, wants us to lead in our life. And I think he wants to see us live uh, a good life in line with his word. So I think that's a bit of a summary. We're with you, Lyndon. Um, I, I'm interested. There, there'll be people here tonight and listening who um, don't know what their spiritual gifts are. Um, maybe they're really young and they're only just kind of learning about this or maybe they've never kind of dug into it that, that deeply. But for their benefit, um, how did you discover um, these gifts of wisdom and discernment in your life? Uh, well, wisdom's a bit of a new one, okay? Um, discernment, as I said, has been a bit more long-term. All of them are based in the Word of God. And the one that really, in the last couple of years, I've had a, a, a significant change or event happen for me where I literally could not work it out. I could not work an answer out. I could not work out a dilemma. And uh, I was having, you know, moments of feeling good about it, moments feeling not so good, moments where you physically felt ill, and this, is, this isn't my normal self. And, and, and what it was is God was, I was learning about what was my strength, what was my ability to make decisions based on, hey, what sounds like a great idea. And, you know, if I'd have said, hey, this, this, and this, you was on, yeah, that's a great idea, go ahead. But that's not always God's way. God wants us to be humble. He wants us to say, hang on, this is what I think, <clears throat> but I'm actually making a decision to humble myself. Why? So that God can work in, in our life. Because if we do it all, if it's all Lyndon Ferguson, well, that's just the sum of myself and will pat myself on the back, but that's actually, we're created for more. So the, so that was the, the latest one uh, a couple of years, Ben, that, and it was, it was this the, the big one was when someone spoke to me and said, did you know that by wisdom, God created the foundations of this earth? And I just never realized it, you know. And, and in, if you go read in Proverbs, um, you'll find that very early on in three, chapter 3. And also in uh, chapter 8, I think it talks about it. It says, God's first work was bringing forth wisdom. And that really spun me out because it's like, I want that. It's always been there. It's always available if we hear and then act on it. Hmm. What about for you, Winnie? How did, how did you discover your gifts? Well, um, the first one, well, I want to talk about evangelism first. Now, um, I know that it is a spiritual gift because I, I didn't care about other people before I came to faith. I only cared about myself and I really, really, and in fact, there was a lot of hatred in me. But as soon as I came to faith, I literally, at the moment that I came to faith, um, and I realized what Jesus has, had done for me, I was like, I had to tell everybody. I had to tell everybody. I have no choice but to tell everybody. So I knew that. And um, I, I've come a long way because I... Um, so I immediately did tell everybody. I brought my friends one by one into my bedroom and I locked the door and I told them all about Jesus. But I've learned since that that was not a good way. And um, then I, I was 17 at the time, eight, 
17 at the time. So I joined the youth group at our church. And then um, encouragement, the spiritual gift of encouragement. I found, again, I know it's a spiritual gift. It's certainly not a personality trait because I just didn't care about people, right? But I now did. And I was writing like literally every it's Saturday night and I would look forward to Saturday night and through the week I would write all these little encouraging notes and we wrote letters and we bought bookmarks. We made bookmarks. Um, so they are things to put in your book. And um, so I just to encourage people and I, I love doing that. And I, yeah, slowly discovered that it was a spiritual gift. And then also with uh, teaching was within the youth group, we, were, we would sit in a circle and we'll all talk about, well, what did God teach me this week? What did I learn from the Bible this week? And I find that I had a knack of explaining it in a way that, and when I explained it, people were listening and they could understand. And then as I became a young adult, it was the same, like within the small group, I would share that and people understand. I was oh maybe there's something there. Yeah. So I can hear actually from both of you really your experiences that you know through God's word, through um, your serving and getting active and being active already, you discovered along the way the things that you were particularly passionate and right just were right in your slot of right in your strengths and your wheelhouse of what you're passionate, enjoyed and good at and what you really felt like God was revealing. That's really cool. Um, Anna, you're, pick, a, pick one of the gifts that you mentioned before, not all of them necessarily, but how does that play out in your kind of life, practically speaking? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I'm going to go with evangelism again. Um, again, just because when it's interesting, because I was talking to my partner, Jade, um, my husband, I'm allowed to say that here. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my husband Jade and I was saying, oh, I could I might have this spiritual gift, or is it more this one? Except I'm always trying to angle it towards getting people saved because I don't really have the gift of evangelism, but I really want it. And then he was like, maybe you do have it because you talk to people about God an awful lot. And um, and then I was just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But for me, it was when I started um my my higher research that I was realizing that I had to exist on prayer like food it was like I felt like I was dying every day and I needed prayer to survive and it gave me the idea that when you invite people to pray with you they often do it because they don't know what else to say and um and so when people were telling me their problems and everything I found that if I said can I pray for you most people just go yeah (laughs) and so then I would pray for people and there was an example where I had a friend who had a, a terrible problem and I prayed that the problem would go away and I was so nervous the whole time. I was sweating. We were at a, a performance where there was a lady who was talking about all sorts of things and um, hating God and all this stuff and I was there being like, it's not a great place to pray for people right now but I was just doing it anyway. And I asked, yeah, for the problem, for God to solve the problem and for her to win a competition that she was in while, while we were at it, because why not? And she just laughed at me. And later she said, hey, thanks for the prayer. And then she was super excited about it a couple of weeks later because she did win. And she was like, oh, my gosh, prayer works. I'm like, it was God. It was God who, who answered the prayer. She's like, yeah, or whatever. But your prayer worked. And um, I found that that was happening a lot where I would pray for somebody and then it would give me an avenue to tell people about God. And at first I thought, well, I can't be an evangelist because none of them have gotten saved. Um, except I've realized that um, that stirring in me that wants to tell people about God is, is where it starts. And I found that with nearly everybody who I've started that journey with, it has, um, it has progressed. So, Awesome. What about you, Toby? Uh, how does 
the gift of prayer, um, how's that outworked in your life? Yeah, um, there are many different ways that I've been able to use intercession as a gift um, in my day-to-day life. Um, from a basic one of I'm always the one that gets point to to pray over meals when I'm with the family or with um, outings of stuff because they're like, oh, you can pray, Toby. But I love it. And it, and it comes really natural to me. And I know a couple a year or two ago we um, had a service here or a series about prayer and that there was like hands up if you find prayer hard. And a lot of people found prayer hard. And I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. It's like this is the most natural thing for me to do. So for me, I like to pray for like anything. Like when I was little, I'd pray for finding a Lego piece kind of thing. Like in my set, I'd be like, I can't find this piece. God, I just pray that you'll help me find this piece. And I'd always find the piece. And I'd be like, thank you, Jesus. Um, so like from that sort of level, but also from, yeah, a more kind of deeper side that, yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was just at my desk at work and then there was just someone that came to my heart and it was kind of like a link tree of different thoughts that had nothing to do with the original thought. But it was like this thought, then it went to this thought, then it went to this person. And then I was like, there's no way I would think about this person like while I'm at work. So then I just flick them a message. Hey, is everything all right going on? Can I pray for you? And um, it, it was really awesome. And I got to pray for them. And then they opened up really well about what was going on in their world. And we had a great conversation and it was really nice. Um, other ways is that with intercession, some people have heard that like God will wake you up in the middle of the night or at 3am. That's only happened a couple times that I've woken up and been like, oh, this person's on my heart, I better pray for them. But hasn't happened too much, so thank the Lord for that because it's really good as well. But, um, yeah, that's very true as well. Yeah, um, but also I'm very grateful that I get to work here at church and so um, during the day I get the opportunity to pray for lots of different things, whether it's for before meetings or whether it's um, just that stuff's happening in the staff room or just even in our... Um, own offices that stuff's going down and that it'll be like hey well let's actually bring this to God because talking with him I think is one of the most important parts of our faith and we have this connection that's directly to him and he's a friend he's our best friend and closest friend so I feel like talking to him is really important so those are a few different ways that yeah I get to put it through of yeah just praying for random things or praying for people or um yeah when I'm having discussions with people I'll always want to try to end it with well how can I pray for you because that's one way nice way to end a conversation when things can get awkward if they've opened up deep that it can be a nice sort of conclusion but also yeah it's a way of sort of bringing God into the discussion as well too and having a really good chat with him on behalf of someone else when they don't want to either yeah awesome hey Lyndon you mentioned when you're talking before about how um, your gifts kind of grew as you grew as a Christian. Um, maybe you could talk about uh, the development of gifts along the way. You know, how does that happen? Um, how can it happen? Should we be trying? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, on discernment, I think that, like you described it, when God does a work in you, you'll become born again and your spirit is made new. That's the biggest miracle out. Uh, and uh, I think when that happens, I think, well, your heart's changed. So when you, become, when you come to God, it's like you start to feel differently about things. And I think that's the first start of discernment. So um, it's, a really, it's a really beautiful thing. And to nurture that is actually to stay soft for God, to have a heart after God. And I think 
I was a bit of a rumman, but uh, not that I was perfect. I wasn't. Um, I've got lots of stories. But um, fundamentally, as a growing Christian, I was soft to the things of God. And I think that helped. So what I, honestly, what I, I would find is that I would see things that I would just know straight away, keep away from that. And, you know, you can be a bit silly you can, and you can have a bit of fun. But I, I, I was very quick to pull myself up on things. And, 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 and I've shared before that, and, you know, this is more for young people, but, hey, maybe some of the oldies, is um, make a decision in your heart before you arrive at that crossroad. And, and then if you have done that, when you get there, you see it. Even Blind Freddy could see it. And you'll go, nah. That is not my future. That is not a part of my destiny. And that's leading. That's, that's leading. It's, it's like there's some things you don't have, it's mistakes. There's some things you don't have to experience. You can learn from it through God um, speaking to you and his word. And, and there's benefits in that. So stay soft to the things of God. Make some decisions early on. Because if you get there and you haven't thought about it, I, I know what you're going to do. Yeah. Good. That's good. Um, I'm really interested to know uh, from each of you, actually, and maybe we'll start with Anna and then we'll go through. But I'm interested to know as we wrap up um, what you have seen the benefits for others. Because uh, as we said before, yeah, the, the, the Holy Spirit gifts us they're not really for us. <laughs> They're for others. And so maybe you've got an example or just a more generalised answer to this, but um, how have you seen benefited others in your gifts? Um, well, that's a great question. And um, I, I didn't really go over before. One of my spiritual gifts that I mentioned but I didn't really cover was word of knowledge, and that's a pretty simple one. It's just asking God to drop something in your heart um, to encourage somebody else that you couldn't know. And I feel like, you know, people often say to me, well, isn't it dangerous to do things like that because it's putting yourself in the position of being a fortune teller or something um, where you're really, like, um, you're bringing glory to yourself. Um, and I kind of have a bit of a laugh with it because it's like, no, you don't bring glory to yourself because sometimes you make mistakes and look really dumb. You look dumb more often than you look glorious um, <laughs> while you're practising. But you, it's true that this is not to make yourself look good. And I try and stop that side of things completely. I always sort of say, I'm trying this out. I believe that Jesus is, you know, can, can do this. He can tell me something. And if it doesn't work out, it's just me. And that's fine because I'm ridiculous. Um, but I've had lots of lovely experiences with it. And it really does bless others. I had an experience where there was a bloke that came around to my small group and the whole small group. I used to hold small group by myself because I felt like God was just like, don't ever stop doing it let's let's build this up so I would sit there with my guitar all by myself <laughs> and um waiting because every now and then someone like this bloke would turn up and so he turns up and he's in a bit of a bad state because he hasn't been coming and he's not very happy and I remember God dropping in my heart that I wanted I want you to um speak a, a word uh, of knowledge to him but my words of knowledge come as pictures um I'm an artist and that's just the way I think and so I think that God's just probably just using what's in my hand and so I found that when I do that I step out in faith because I draw pictures and I don't have a plan. And if that doesn't work out, then that's fine. You know, and that's happened before. I've had to go, well, that didn't work. Never mind. Um, God's good. You know, it's fine. But I drew a, a picture and I won't tell you. Actually, no, I will. It was a carrot and a, and a 
and a carrot bar, a gold bar on a, on a scale. And I remember saying, is, does that mean anything to you? Is that encouraging? Um, and I was just like, I have no idea what it is. And he looked at it and went, yeah, God's telling me something. He's saying I need to prioritise. It's not about money. It's about the more important things in life. And I think I need to propose to my girlfriend. <laughs> and I went, great. Um, <laughs> and we prayed and he went off. And they're married now and it's really lovely. And that blessed him. And it was, you know, I look at that and go, that was a God thing. Because when, when it's not God, generally people will look at the picture and go, well, thank you anyway. And that's okay. It's okay to fall on your butt sometimes because we're practicing. And I think that God loves to see us try. But he's brought some lovely things through that. Guys, if you, you know, want to know whether or not to propose... <laughs> You now know where to go for the picture and the answer. <laughs> Thanks, Anna. Hey, Winnie, um, briefly tell us about yeah, how it's going um, for others. Well, evangelism, um, since the passion for evangelism had been there, and I'm not a super evangelist like Rita, so I've been running Alpha since 2005. And since then, literally, my husband and I have journeyed with hundreds of people into giving their life to Jesus and watching God transform their lives. So that is one. <laughs> um, in terms of enco- uh, encouragement, every morning when I spend time with God, I would um, God would drop names. I would intentionally ask, who do you want me to reach out to? And sometimes, most of the time, I don't need to ask. He would just drop names and words and different things and and you might get a text message from me around that time in the morning because God's just dropped something in my heart. And I, um, I, I think the biggest benefit that I would like to see and I have seen is people growing in faith, especially when things are hard, because it is not true that not everything that doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um, because many people go through trials and then they walk away from the Lord. They don't continue walking with the Lord. So I see the comforting, uh, the encouragement is very important to grow faith so that they walk away from that um, situation, loving God more and trusting God more. Great. Good, good. Lyndon, what about for you? How can you see that benefiting others? Um, I think when you realise that there's people relying on you, yeah, things uh, you know, it's it's actually not a selfish thing to realise. Hang on, if I don't fulfil God's assignment for my life, what's what's the result? And so, um, I think we all need to be reminded of that. It's that we're here for a purpose. Yeah, the first is to honour God, acknowledge Him as God. That's where most people get it wrong straight up. They don't even acknowledge God, so it's wise to acknowledge God. But then from there, it's realising that you living in the right, being in the right position and, and, and walking with God, walking humbly and saying, uh, and, and, and I suppose submitting, well, yeah, submitting, that effectively, you have a realisation, well, hang on, by me doing that, what does that mean? Well, you probably don't really realise the full impact of your life. All you know, it's not just the the big leaders and the the ones that are famous. And no, it's actually you have got a legacy. You've got a legacy, and uh, it doesn't matter old or young. That we have a we have a responsibility to to tell the truth, live out the truth, 
and to see people's lives change, maybe because of the way you lived. Maybe, you know, maybe there's some things that you can attend to that not just preserve yourself, but actually make a way for others. Mm. Great, very good. And Tobes, for you. Um, well, I mean, I think the biggest one is praying for people to see those prayers answered. If it's anything with, like, you know, a trouble or distress or if anyone's hurt or in pain, is that because, again, kind of with a similar theme with everyone else, that it helps grow faith and helps grow trust and courage towards praying more and towards bringing people. And you can pray about anything as it is just a conversation with God and you can ask him for anything it says in his word in multiple different places to ask and you shall receive for different things. And um, so I think for me, just being able to pray for people in the weirdest and wildest stuff of, and then praying for the most basic thing like a Lego brick and just sort of seeing these, um, yeah, prayers answered or if it's praying for someone to come to Christ or for their hearts to be softened or for um, chains to break, just having all these different opportunities to bring before God and lay it before his feet and to just allow him, yeah, just the priority and first ear towards that issue and that problem more than anything else that anyone else can do. For me, that's the biggest way that I can use it and I enjoy using my gift is to, yeah, pray for others and to bring it before God and to just really kind of acknowledge him in that place and allowing him to work far greater than I can or than we can kind of here on earth, but allowing him into that through sharing and inviting him in. Fantastic. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you guys for sharing. And I hope everyone's appreciated that these guys have shared uh, from their hearts and from their experience and and your wisdom and your gifts. And um, we're certainly inspired by you and encouraged by you and we're so grateful for you as well what you each bring to our our family our community and our church so can we thank these guys for their contribution tonight thank you thanks well uh, the team's going to come up and we're going to sing a few more songs now but but as we kind of wrap it up and wrap up this whole series i suppose i wanted to kind of um, challenge you in a way. You know, we, we've heard from these guys, we've heard some, for some more people this morning uh, in the morning service, and, and can you see now how valuable these spiritual gifts are to us as a family and a community? I mean, the gift of prayer that Toby has, that just is so valuable to us as a family, and um, Anna and, and Winnie and Lyndon and each of our panelists this morning, they all brought something that was incredibly valuable that, that brings us together as followers of Jesus. That's what this Holy Spirit is gifting us to do. And, and as I said before, each and every follower of Jesus has a gift to contribute. And maybe you know what your gift is, but maybe you aren't kind of actively exercising that gift at the moment. Can I challenge you? Get involved. You know, come, come, if you don't know how, if you don't know how, where on earth does my gift fit in, into this place, you know, come, and, come and chat with someone. You know, we love to get you plugged in, love to get you connected. In fact, you know, I have a sense that um, sometimes um, we as Christians go through times where we feel a little disconnected from each other, a little maybe on the outside or maybe a little bit struggling to connect with our Um, church family Um, and I'm convinced 
that a solution to that, a way to feel closer to our church family, is to seek out the gifts that we've been given and to be active in putting them into action. Because remember, the whole priority, the whole um, purpose of spiritual gifts is to bring God's people together as one, just as Jesus wanted us to be. So can I encourage you, if you're in that boat, maybe checking them out. Um, do some reading. As I said, there's some plenty of scriptures in the New Testament that talk about it. We have a course called the Shape Course um, that helps us discover what our spiritual gifts are, but also goes beyond that and, and looks at our unique shape and our unique contribution to the world and the community around us. And you can go on our website. Um, you can um, check that out there. We're going to be running a course hopefully in the new year. So if that interests you, you can um, put your name down and we'll give you a call when that comes around. Um, but we'd love to help you discover what your gifts are if you don't already know. And, you know, there are other people here tonight. Maybe you haven't invited Jesus into your life at all. And, and maybe what we've been talking about this, this afternoon has kind of been quite foreign and kind of you don't really know what to do with, well... You know what? First things first. <laughs> you know, we would love to get an opportunity just to talk to you about how good Jesus is to invite into your life. And if that's something that you'd want to talk about, we, we would love to talk you through that. And so there's going to be some people down the front at the end of the service who um, would love to chat to you about more about what it means to invite Jesus into your life and um, to grow close to him and invite his Holy Spirit to come and live inside of us. And who knows, maybe tonight is the night that your life changes forever from this point on. Wouldn't that be awesome? So uh, we're going to sing some more songs. We're going to worship God. And I encourage you to stand. Why don't you stand now? And we're going to pray just before we do that. Father God, we are just so grateful, Jesus, for, for you, for your sacrifice for us on the cross, the fact that you rose again, you defeated death, that you, that you come into our lives, that you are active in each and every one of our lives, that you would not only make us whole again in your eyes and, and allow us an, an eternity with you, but that's almost not enough for you. You, you go further than that. You, you want to provide for our needs. You want to, um, you want to gift us for the purposes that you have in front of us. Lord, tonight we pray that our spirits would be open to your leading, your whispers, those, those words that are maybe we're sensing that are coming from you. Lord, would we be open to your direction tonight, your leading? Maybe things that we haven't considered before. Maybe, maybe there's something that we feel that you're asking us to step into. Lord, would you reveal to some of us who maybe this whole spiritual gifts thing is a bit blurry, a bit, a bit hard to understand. Maybe we don't know um, what our spiritual gifts are. Lord, would you reveal these to us? Lord, would you draw us closer to yourself? And Lord, would you continue to mold us into being more like Jesus? That's what we're here for. And Lord, as we consider these things, we're going to sing a few more songs and we worship you in this time. We invite your presence right here, right now. Lord, we welcome your spirit who is here with us. 
even as we pray right now. And Lord, through this time may it be a time of worship, but also a time that you speak to each and every one of us. Pray in your name, Jesus. Amen.